0: Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one.
1: Putting a f-ing ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Day. Today is August 20th, 2021. We have, mm, let me see, 20 days. 20 days left. Oh my gosh.
0: It seems like it's less than that, but I think you're right.
1: August 19th to or August 20th to yeah. September 9th.
0: You are correct. Bam.
1: Oh I love it when you say that. It just gets me all worked up.
0: Stop it. Get a room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get a room with myself. <laughs> uh, All right, we got a good podcast for you today. We're going to be covering the Tennessee game Saturday, preseason game number two against the Buccaneers, reigning world champions. I love saying that. The reigning world champions. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. So, and then we have some news. You got Bucks news, right? Yeah. Is it all tied in together? Yeah. Yeah. So this is basically just the pre, this is our preseason because normally we do a pregame show for Sunday. This is our preseason too. Mm -hmm. So bear with our mistakes. Yeah. Speaking of which, fact checks and follow ups. (laughs) Oh, your mistakes? I
0: don't make any.
1: There's only two. Oh, okay. And neither one of them is a fact check. The one follow up is we had a, quite a few people comment to us, send us messages in regards to Fred Alfer, whatever her name is the
0: Meryl, Meryl, yeah,
1: the assistant strength and conditioning coach, the female on our one, one of two female coaches on our staff, who is always positioned around Bruce Arians on the sidelines and during the broadcast. Every time they show him, you see her, and it's something that's I've noticed for over a year now, right? And we were, you know, who who is deciding this? I mean, she's she's an assistant coach and a strength and conditioning coach at that. There's no reason for her to be around Bruce Arians. Well, we had a lot of people comment to us that maybe she is the get back coach. Mm-hmm. You know, a get-back coach is somebody who is responsible to make sure that the coach doesn't step onto the field. They're supposed to stay behind the white lines, The outers, but they never do. They always stand in it. Uh, the refs are quite lax on that, just as long as you don't run into them as the refs are running by. They're kind of cool with it. But there will be a get-back coach who is responsible to make sure the coach doesn't go too far out. Which
0: Sean McVay of the Rams famously had Mm -hmm. the most animated one where he was very, very dramatic. You got to look it up on YouTube if you haven't seen it. It's pretty (laughs) funny. And I think that's when the Get Back coach kind of became a thing Mm -hmm. with the NFL fan base. I don't think a lot of people had heard of it before that. Mm -hmm. And so Sean McVay kind of popularized it.
1: Blame it on Sean McVeigh; it's his yeah. fault. Yeah. But I do not think that's what it is. Personally, I don't think that's what it is because I have never seen her communicate with him or touch him or or anything. She's always just kind of looking around and not really paying attention. You know, she's Should definitely be not fair, looking. At though,
0: him. would you, when BA is going off, would you be <laughs> grabbing him, trying to pull him back? Well, if it was my like, job, no. yeah. No, I would not.
1: Well, and another thing that makes me think that that might not be it is we've watched some other teams that have female coaches. And we've noticed it was with the Atlanta game we were watching, mm-hmm. Atlanta, Atlanta versus did. Tennessee. And um, Atlanta had the same thing. They had an assistant coach standing by the head coach who was a female and you're just I, – I think it's something that the NFL is getting teams to do.
0: And it's not – and it wasn't just Atlanta either. I think there were two other games that mm-hmm. we watched where they had it – I want to say the Panthers or – w- I'm going to say the Panthers because it was like a blue uniform.
1: Okay. Might um, have been t- Tennessee.
0: Yeah. I don't think it was Tennessee because they wore the white mm. this last game. But – I'm it's something I'm going to watch mm-hmm. in the regular season. Yes, and, and
1: I, we ask all y'all out there listening to this to keep an eye on it. Let's figure out what it is. Uh you know, Molly said that she thought it was the, the Glaziers, Darcy. Mm-hmm. You know, because she's into that that kind of stuff and she wanted to portray that the buccaneers are very uh what, what's the word? About women equality, friendly. women friendly. Yeah. Well, you know, we got the Red
0: Women in Red. Women in
1: Red. So, you know, we're big into that stuff, and Bruce Arians is big into it. But I, from what I'm seeing, you know, really starting to pay attention to it with the other coaches in the league, having the female assistant coaches around them, you know, it seems like it's something the NFL has said, hey, you know, we want women coaches, and we want you to put them on camera. We want them around the coach so that when we show the coach, you see the female there Which, as well. Isn't
0: that kind of objectifying? Oh, God,
1: yeah. It's all ridiculous. Like that, you know the the NFL in on social media had put out a thing today saying that fifteen or sixteen of the thirty two teams now have women female coaches, and they hope to have it up to thirty two by next year. So it's definitely something that they're pushing. It's a PR yeah. campaign, yeah. So there's that. Uh, that's the follow up uh, that she might be the get back coach. So we're going to keep an eye on that. Next follow up. I was talking about uh, boxing and how Marvin Hagler and Sugar Ray Leonard used to go at it. I mean, they were, you know, they swapped the belt back and forth. And, but there was a third guy, and I couldn't remember who his name was. the The best boxing match I've ever seen was Marvin Hagler versus this guy, and it's it's considered one of the best boxing matches. And it's Tommy Hearns. That's the guy, and Never. he fought with Sugar Ray Leonard, and he fought with with Hagler like a champ. I mean it was it was really good f- boxing, but because Hagler and Sugar Ray were just a little bit better than him, he never got the belt. You know, and if he would if it wouldn't have been for those two, he would have been the the champion for a long time. That's what I'm saying. Competition means everything. You know, your competition st- establishes who you are, where your position is. You know, it's it's all about your competition, and you don't see that in NFL stats. You know, you don't see, for instance, Devin White. Was it last year? He had a three sack game. And don't get me wrong, I love Devin White. I think he's great. But those three sacks were not real sacks. Two of them were because the quarterback slid, and he didn't cross the the line. And Devin White just walked over and touched him. And then the third one, he he wasn't even. Nobody blocked him, and he just came in free. So, you know, you go, eh, you know, are those really sacks? He didn't really beat anybody. He didn't do anything. So, I mean, you know, on paper, yes, he got three sacks. But in reality, it's not like he, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to make his three sacks look bad. But you go, eh, those sacks don't mean as much as somebody that blows through a defensive lineman and and a running back to get to the quarterback on third down with a minute left to go in the game. So, that's what I was getting at with all that. The competition matters. You always got to look at competition when you evaluate people. Who are they going up against? And that's what—that's why I say that the last year Buccaneers were the best football team that's ever been because of our competition in the playoffs. You know, the Redskins—they—they eh, they were, although they gave us the hardest, most difficult time. You know, we went up against Drew Brees, and then we went up against. Aaron Rodgers, and then we went up against Patrick Mahomes. And it wasn't just those three quarterbacks. It was Those were really three elite-level teams. We whooped them, beat them all. I don't know if that's ever happened. I don't ever recall it ever happened. You know, we yeah. we did it all on the road, except for Mahomes. <laughs> we played <laughs> them in the home field advantage in the Super Bowl.
0: I wonder how much that had to do. Well, no, we just destroyed them. We would yeah. have done that anywhere. It no
1: matter. They they could have had a healthy offensive line. They could have had all their coaches. They could have – everything could have been going right for them, and they would have gotten beat by 25 points instead of
0: – I know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 30 like we did. I don't know. Yeah. All right. That's it for the fact checks and follow-ups. All Let's get into some stuff, man.
0: Okay, we'll cover some news first, and then we'll talk about training camp. How about that? Okay, sounds good. Okay. All right. I can't remember if I talked about this. Hold on. No, I didn't. Okay, so the Panthers traded offensive tackle Greg Little to the Dolphins in Mm -hmm. exchange for a seventh-round pick. So, we've got that. Um, so, we talked about Deshaun Watson. I think that was another follow-up. Deshaun Watson, the FBI, is getting mm-hmm. in on the investigation and someone commented that it's because of um, sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. That's the angle that the yeah. FBI has. So, we'll see how that plays out. Um
1: which could mean anything. Sex trafficking is one of those laws that is extremely broad. You know, when you think sex trafficking, you think of, you know, people grabbing kids and selling them. Yeah,
0: putting them <laughs> in a shipping container and, right. you know.
1: But it's not. If you uh, frequent a, a prostitute or an escort, you can get arrested for sex trafficking.
0: Look, and that's lovey's. Son, mm-hmm. he got arrested for sex trafficking, and the thing he was a pimp, so that's what, right. and that's what he got in trouble for. So right. they've just rebranded prostitution,
1: yeah. Well, we don't really know what the lovey because it never went to court, so we didn't get evidence, we don't know what the facts are in the case. But apparently, it wasn't that big of a deal. He got probation and a fine of fourteen hundred dollars <laughs> or restitution of fourteen hundred. So you know, it sounds sex trafficking, but you know, he could be. Charged with sex trafficking just because he's paid somebody for sex,
0: mm-hmm. right? Like Robert Kraft, where he went into the ha- happy mm-hmm. ending massage place, yeah, and that's what they were trying to get him for. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's one of those big scary headlines that when you look into it, you go, oh, yeah, you know, come on, come that's on, not man. that's not sex trafficking.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So we waived safety, Raven Green. Who He's been injured the whole camp, and apparently he was in Green Bay before he came to Tampa, and that was the criticism of him there, too, was that he was always injured. So we waived him, and then we signed offensive lineman Brandon Walton from the Steelers.
1: Good. Can't have enough offensive linemen.
0: I know. I know. Uh, It's going to be
1: interesting to see the – pittsburgh steelers this year how they're gonna do i think they're on I their
0: know. Sh- I, I know. decline like way down yeah
1: just
0: hanging on there but you know mike tomlin like he always pulls it out and they're always playing tough and competitive mm-hmm. and especially with their division opponents i just love that division yeah those games are always good even when the browns put or now it's like the Bengals. Even the Bengals kind of put up a fight. Mm-hmm. They're
1: the new Browns. The Bengals are the new Browns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Orange is the new black. <laughs> so Orange is the new Browns. The thing about I like the with the Steelers, because, you know, again, we say this all the time, you know, this is all entertainment. Uh, the Steelers are a very entertaining football team. They have been mm-hmm. my whole life. You know, I was a Steelers fan growing up. Big Lynn Swan, uh, Lambert, all those guys. You know. I was a big I was a big fan of
0: well, I just love that rivalry. We've talked about it before. I grew up in Maryland and actually, in fact, uh, um, well, everyone was super mad about the Colts for like a long time. Mm-hmm. Like that's my dad still was not anything to do with the Colts, but, um, the Ravens kind of became a thing after, uh, like in my lifetime, like I was born when the Ravens came to town. And so I grew up. You know, in that area, it was either you were a Redskins fan or a Ravens fan. Mm. My family kind of fell more on the Ravens side of it, but so I grew up just like hating the Steelers. It didn't really matter as far as the uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what team you liked; you just had to hate the Steelers. So, which I was totally good with. And so, it's I love that rivalry. I love watching it. I will always. I love that they always have those games on prime time. You know, there's a good chance you're going to see yeah. an AFC, what are they, the North? Yes. AFC North. Mm-hmm. AFC North game or two or three on prime time, and they're always phenomenal. Yeah. So usually very the, physical. They, they're physical, they're talking shit, they're fighting, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, it's football. Yes. Like, that is football. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's one thing I like about both Pittsburgh and Baltimore is they, you know, they're tough you know, the punchy in the mouth football. They're hard football, and I like that. You know, that's, that's how I was raised. Yeah. So the football I watched growing up.
0: I think the Pittsburgh area and like parts of Maryland are very similar, kind of similar culturally and. Uh, so I think hmm. I I think I actually remember when De- Spin was doing those articles while your team sucked. Yes, sucks. yes. And they were basically said in one of those articles about either the Steelers or the Ravens. They're basically like the same white trash on both sides <laughs> in the fan base. <laughs> yeah. and I was like,
1: yeah. Uh, you were clapping that. you <laughs> yeah. like, yes, white trash. My people. <laughs> <Peeps>. So. <laughs>
0: Um, so I just love that rivalry. It's so much fun. And yeah, I do think I think the Ravens have been on a downward slope as well. Um, kind of along the same lines as the Steelers, but they always seem to pull it out. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh I, I don't think they are what they once were, but they're still yeah. fun. They're
1: fun to watch. Well, we're we're going to try not to make this a uh, AFC North circle jerk. Uh, what, no, what are we right? doing no, I'm here? I'm
0: kidding. <laughs> why are
1: we talking smack, talking good stuff about them?
0: Right, let's go back to the,
1: the NFC South. R- real quick, though, that made me think. Uh, you talked about the why your team sucks articles. You know, I hadn't. I don't remember recall if we had them last year or or what was going on. They that I remember they they used to be really funny, but then they, they got stopped being funny. Yeah, they just got mean. Yeah. It appears like they're at the at defector dot com now and not Deadspin.
0: Oh, isn't Deadspin defunct? I thought it went out of mm. it. I think it got well. I think there was a whole bunch of drama in the newsroom where they yeah. it, there was kind of an infiltration in the newsroom and they tried to turn it into something that it wasn't supposed to be. So, I I, I haven't even bothered to look because I'm like oh, I'm not interested. And, yeah, it did just get kind of mean a little bit yeah. towards the end. All right, let's bring it back to the NFC South. We talked about how Caleb Beninock was signed by the Bills. Well, he apparently.
1: He didn't make it? He
0: didn't make it. That didn't last too long. So, the Saints oh. were working out with him. I We covered this in the yeah. news. Yeah. And the Saints signed Caleb Beninock. So, he is reuniting. With Jameis Winston yeah, at New Orleans. I'm sure Jameis has like PTSD. He, <laughs> he saw Caleb and he got the happy feet just looking at him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's horrible.
0: I know. Um, oh, here's something horrible, like legitimate. Uh, Dick Vitale, oh, yeah. famous Bucks fan. Yeah. What is he? An NFL, NBA, NBA announcer? NBA announcer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, announced that he has melanoma. Them. That Hopefully was very it's not sad. the bad,
1: bad kind.
0: I know, but he's so old, right?
1: That's <sighs> you young bucks. Everybody over the age of thirty is old.
0: Come on, he's like ninety. It's like not even. He's
1: close. not that old. So the Panthers anyway. in training so, camp. Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: Prayers to Dick. Yeah. Hope you recover, buddy.
1: Yeah. Uh Panthers in training camp rookie Davion Nixon had two interceptions. During training camp, the Panthers' record for all time interceptions by a defensive tackle is two. Guess who did it?
0: Oh, I know the answer to this. You do? On Twitter. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brinson Buckner. Brinson Buckner. How about that? Coach Buck. Coach
1: Buck. Found that neat little tidbit of uh, information.
0: Love it.
1: Now, the refs admitted that they screwed up on that try on penalty. I love it. Yeah, so we were watching in the current, and the referee and Tryon had a – so the refs came up to Tryon after the penalty where he got the – putting his weight on the quarterback penalty. And me and Molly were listening to it, and we said, you know, it sounded like they kind of apologized, but then it didn't at the same time. Well, anyhow, it was posted – Clip today on social media that had the audio a little bit better, and it was it was seemed like a better clip, but they definitely said that they screwed up yeah they well, told they told him that they screwed up they said that was a good hit. we screwed up on that one
0: well, here's the thing is that you can like pick up the flag. So, to (laughs) me, it seemed like they threw the flag, then they just decided to stick with it, and the dissenting voice in the huddle, who probably got overruled by everybody else, Mm. it sounded to me like he was apologizing. He said, oh, I think think we probably screwed that one up, Mm. but I think... The others in the huddle disagreed. He got overruled somehow, and um, that's what happened. So I don't know.
1: Well, you know, the referee committee sends out to teams when they have screwed up calls. I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100% sure about this, but I'm pretty sure. They will send out to teams if they screw up a call after the game when they do all the reviewing and stuff. They'll send out to teams and say, here are the calls we messed up on. And I would like to see that. I think they should do that every week. They should have an accountability sheet by the referees showing, you know, saying these are the the calls we messed up on for every team. And
0: release it. And release
1: it. Yeah. It should be an event.
0: Yeah.
1: We could keep stats on refs. Stats. Keep stats on refs. You know, so this ref has got 12 bad calls, whatever. That'd be per game right there. 12 bad (laughs) calls.
0: Um, there were uh, officials at the Bucks practice yesterday. Or, two, or no, on the seventeenth. So with earlier our, in the week, with yeah. our, our
1: scrimmage against Tennessee. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Well, I I guess that was Monday. Um, so that that's the first time that that's happened at camp.
1: I wonder how much they get paid for the the refs.
0: I know, and I bet the team bears the expense.
1: hmm It's probably split between the two teams, but yeah. Yeah. The, they hire them, bring them in, so the, the boys feel like they're comfortable with official refs and not <laughs> the coaches out there as refs. I know. You know how that'd be to be like every play, your team, flag. yeah, the yeah. flag on the Tennessee Titans held our guys.
0: Oh, okay. Um, you ready to talk about camp? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, so the Bucks, who were held out of practice Thursday, include center John Mulchen. Which, oh my gosh, why do our linemen keep getting hurt? Stop it, mm. stop it. Uh, Cam Gill still out. Travis Johnson still out. Troy Maine Pope and Tanner Hudson.
1: Tanner Hudson still out. Dude, come on, man.
0: Also Tyler Johnson, um, Leonard Fournette. Ronald Jones, O.J. Howard, and Gronk were all without shoulder pads in the morning, but they did end up playing, hmm. so I don't know what the, this is from pure report. And then um, Devin White, Levante, JPP, and Shaq Barrett also didn't have pads on this morning, but uh, I know uh, De- Devin White was definitely playing because there were a bunch of fights. I practiced today. Yeah. uh, Thursday. And, uh, that's
1: so funny because we were just talking about that in the last podcast how we, we love the fighting. I know. We get, we get five of them today.
0: And BA was like, you know, he was talking all this shit before the joint practice, like, oh, we're not going to tolerate any fighting. Mm -hmm. And today, so the big fight, the one that started it was Antonio Brown. Oh, that was the first one? Yeah. Antonio Brown and, oh, hold on, let me, uh, Chris Jackson, defensive back for the Titans. And Anto- I don't know what happened. I think Antonio Brown smoked the dude <laughs> and he got mad. But anyway, it ended with uh, Antonio Brown took the guy's helmet off and landed a haymaker right on the clocked jaw. Clocked him right in the chair there's the most beautiful beautiful picture best pictures with it right there and uh, it was great yes I love it love it and And he did end up they had him like walk off the field like hey go cool it down and then he came right back and smoked him again (laughs) that was his fist and then
1: Bruce Arian said that he was like oh I just saw pushing and shoving out there and then he (laughs) then he said in the AB he was just swatting flies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I
0: love him so much. Well, I know. He, He's best, the best. coach ever. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So then, that was the first fight. Then we had, um, there was a fight between wide receiver Fred Brown on the Titans and Herb Miller. Herb ended up on the bottom. Bottom bitch. And... <laughs> Uh and speaking so, of sex trafficking. I know right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: so yeah. Brown was on top of Miller. So and he the Peter Report was saying he would not be pulled off. So I don't know what happened there. And then another um somehow Devin White got into a fight. And I don't know. There was a KJ Britt fight and a Titans player. And they were saying, Peter reports that they had to be separated. But then Devin White, I think this might have been the one that Devin White was in. And apparently there was a whole pile up. He was in the middle. He picked up a player and suplexed him. And then he had to be pulled away. And uh, after the fight, after practice... He had a press conference where he said he saw one of his teammates in trouble, so he just had to get in there and help him out. Couldn't mm. leave his teammate. And then the last fight was, I don't know who Jeffrey Simmons is, on one of their defensive players on the Titans would not let go of Fournette after a play, so Ryan Jensen got in his face apparently, and uh, it this computer report took both units to pull them apart so
1: you know you know Jensen had to get in on one of them mm-hmm. <clears throat> i know god, he's you... just so physical and just <laughs> he loves confrontation man
0: oh i love it so much and god this picture if you have not seen this picture of antonio brown i'm going to retweet it right now so you guys can go look at it it's amazing it's just it's just incredible, and um, yeah, and uh, I didn't know this Lewis Murphy is out there, really the one I wanted, yeah, Lewis Murphy is former Buccaneers receiver. I want to say he was with us through the Josh Freeman days,
1: yeah, wasn't that long ago, I was it? I think
0: so, and he is a, a summer assistant coach with. The Buccaneers. So he was actually there. He's in the picture, trying to break up Antonio Brown uh-huh. and the other guy. He's right there. So <laughs> it was an awesome,
1: that's great,
0: great day. It was. A- and wait, it gets better because not only did we whoop their asses there, we also smoked them in practice. Like the coaches were not thrilled with how they did. On the Tennessee side, um, even um, uh, Vrabel was, say, was talking about it, how they were just... And, you know, yesterday, the Titans had a pretty good day in practice. You know, the Bucs had a lot of drops. I mean, and Wednesday? I just, or, yeah, yeah w- Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, the Bucs receivers had a lot of drops, like Peter Report was whining about. And then, <laughs> uh, apparently... Brady got picked off a few times, and it was just not the best day for the Buccaneers. I don't I wouldn't say it was probably the worst. I don't know. I wasn't there, but not the best day. Uh, but apparently today, the Bucs were like, yeah, we're not going down like that. And they just went off in practice. I was reading on the Titans website, they had an article out about it, and they just read about ball- Rabel was not happy in his press conference. They noted that they weren't able to pick Brady off at all. Ooh, I and want to watch didn't... his press conference. I know. They were not having a good day. So, I'm very happy to hear that.
1: Yes. Uh, Lewis Murphy played with us 2014-2015. Uh,
0: oh, okay. So, it was way after mm-hmm. Freeman. Yeah. Was that the Levy Smith days? Yes. Um. Okay what else we got the
1: he was in the league for nine years wow. 2009 to 2017 eight years
0: that's crazy years i followed of... him on instagram for a while eight years <laughs> uh we're not gonna see Hainsy, the offensive, offensive lineman. lineman yeah he doesn't he's not gonna play saturday But B.A. said he hopes he'll be ready for the third game.
1: Okay, and he is a backup center. Yeah. And we just got him.
0: Yeah, we drafted him. I want to say second or third round, so he's pretty safe as far as cuts go.
1: Wow. This is deja vu.
0: All over again. Yeah.
1: From like two years ago. Okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay, so let's Talk about this game coming up against the Titans. What are you watching for on the Buccaneers' side?
1: Well, Blaine Gabbard is going to start as quarterback. Tom Brady's not going to play. What am I looking for? Uh, you know, offensive line, of course. I would imagine that.
0: It's so painful. It's painful. Uh, The Titans, they did not have their starters play week one. So, what we were watching was the second string. And as we talked about Mm. before, Atlanta and Tennessee both, it was like their offensive line Mm. optional. Yeah. Not (laughs) great.
1: They were getting destroyed, both teams. On both
0: sides of the ball. So, I expect more of that (laughs) this weekend. Yeah.
1: Blaine Gabbard's going to be running whoever their quarterback is, is going to be running. Yeah. For sure. They have a uh, running back, number 32. Uh, dang it, what's his name? He was good. He was up against the Falcons. He he got off some pretty nifty moves. I liked him, and his name is going to come to me as soon as I get it pulled up.
0: <laughs> as soon as Google tells you.
1: <laughs> Uh, Dar Darrington Evans, okay. yeah. So he's a handful, and it looks like they're if if preseason is any any indication. Preseason one game, they're still going to be a running team. You said they got rid of their offensive uh, coordinator. He is now the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. So, but uh, it doesn't look like they're going to change much. They're just a run first team, and now they got this Evans with Brian Hill back backing that guy up. So they uh, they've got. Six seven running backs on their roster right Whoa. now. Whoa. Yeah. So wow. they're they're definitely a run first team. So expect us to be challenged in that area. And this is gonna be pretty much our second string guys. I don't what about the rest of the first team guys? We know Brady's not gonna play, but does that mean he's not gonna have any of the first string guys out?
0: Yeah, I don't think so.
1: So we're gonna wait till week three
0: mm-hmm. for them to play which is so weird because so Tennessee weird. held our, all their guys out last week. So, are their starters going to mm-hmm. start? And this is what we, what's weird is that I can't find it anywhere whether they're going to start their starters or not.
1: For us or them?
0: The Titans.
1: Yeah. I would imagine they would.
0: Well, I don't, I know. don't, know.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We'll don't find out. do they
0: need some reps.
1: Yeah. Huh. Another thing I want to look for is our special teams are punt returned well, and our kicking because mm-hmm. they
0: were slippery against Atlanta.
1: Yeah. Yes, very much so. Department. They had oh. two guys, number 80 Rogers and number 12.
0: Well, mm-hmm. uh,
1: Kinley, mm-hmm. I think was his name. Yeah. They were both just great. I mean, 80 got a 65 yard punt return, uh, Yeah, you know, and I mean, he just, and, and it wasn't an easy one either. Uh, these guys are pretty shifty. And plus, we got to watch Suck Up. He missed. He, he got four out of seven today. Ooh. Sir. So, yeah. Yesterday. So. You
0: know, I don't really care about these guys in preseason. Right. The kickers. Yeah. Uh, that much. I mean, maybe we should. Isn't that how we got burned by Aguayo? We've been burned before by kickers.
1: <laughs> A lot. How so many
0: times? It's not even just Aguayo.
1: Uh, all of them.
0: It's been like since. Oh, yeah. Matt Bryant.
1: Matt Ryan. Awesome. Matt Bryant, Matt Ryan, Matt Bryant. Uh Titans cornerback Janoris Jenkins, remember him? He's in he's on the Titans now. He used to play for the Saints.
0: Oh, he's the one that got that pick six against Tom Brady. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh he's going to be playing, you know, he's in the Titans. I don't know if he'll be playing because he's a starter, but did you know his name is Jack Rabbit? That's what he goes by, Jack Rabbit. Mm-hmm. He will not let you call him Janoris.
0: Oh really? Yes, and you it, gotta the, call him Jack Rabbit. Yes,
1: the t- there there was a he he got he was interviewed on TV by uh, one of the one of the sideline reporters I can't remember which one, and she called him Janoris and he corrected her and then she did it again and he corrected him again and he was like look my name is Jack Rabbit I don't go by Janoris. And the team, Tennessee Titans, have him listed on the team as Jack Rabbit.
0: Oh, my God. He's, like, serious about that nickname. <laughs> He's dead I've serious. I've never seen anyone so serious about a nickname. Yeah. I mean, when you have a nickname, you just go by it, but you still answer by your right. first name. I don't know. That's weird.
1: Yeah, and it's not like even a, a nickname that he got from you know, some extreme circumstances. It was just what he was called in college by his coach or his high school coach or whatever. It just stuck with him, but it's not, I don't think it's his legal name. I don't think he's changed it to Jack rabbit.
0: Well, and here's my question. Do they abbreviate it to just Jack? So then it's like a normal name, not (laughs) Jack rabbit. What, what's he do if you call him Jack?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Get mad at you. I know. What can he do? Rabbit. He's been in the league for a while, though. This is probably his last stop. Tennessee Titans. I uh, don't know if he's going to play, but that's going to be interesting to see. You know, I, I want to see Blaine Gabbert get out there and throw some a little bit more. I want to see more of Trask. You know, Trat. Mm-hmm. Tra- I liked Trask. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people didn't, but just from what I saw, he had great pocket presence, and he was throwing some
0: bombs,
1: doms, some perfect. And that just excites just- me.
0: I think it's impossible to judge anyone, particularly a rookie, by their first preseason appearance. It's just not really fair. And I know a lot of players get judged that way Mm -hmm. because it's just the nature of the business. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of the best system that they have. But especially for a draft pick like Kyle Trask, Mm -hmm. you can't. You can't no. make a judgment. Just no, that's why I say I'd,
1: I want to see him again and again. And yeah. I just want to keep seeing him. And if he he holds up, then maybe maybe put him in a game every now and then. Give yeah. Tom Brady a break or whatever. Uh, Blaine Gabbert, we know Blaine Gabbert. We know what he is. We know who he is. Uh, so you know, we're going to see that. I want to see uh, what's his name, Darden. Yeah,
0: Jalen yes. Darden. Yes, I really I want know. to see him I out like there. Him. Yes, I want to see a win. I know it's preseason. Nobody cares about wins. I do. I want to win. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you don't want to go into the regular season and lose no preseason games. That no, that's... Never works battle. out good.
0: <laughs> I have PTSD from that, so...
1: No. Uh, uh, on. I want to see him some more. You know, he's exciting. The uh, linebackers... I'm, yeah, I am so disappointed in Cam Gale. I really am. You know, and I think... I think it might be, you know, they draft try on and I think Cam Gill was just like, "Are you serious? I will never get playing time." So maybe he's just he's waiting to be moved to another team or whatever. But I mean, they get, you know, you don't I, you get a hamstring and yeah, it's fine, you know, whatever, but you know if you're not going to go out there on the practice field that you're going to get cut. You know this. Mm-hmm. Especially when there's five guys ahead of you who are all good. And if you don't put stuff on film out there and show your, Mm -mm. it's just, it's sad. I hate to see it.
0: Yeah. So, oh, Tanner Hudson. We're going to see. Mm. You know he's going to
1: blow it up. It's preseason.
0: Well, he's got that wrist injury.
1: (laughs) Oh. Like, what
0: if he doesn't He probably won't even play.
1: Yeah, he probably won't.
0: He's going to get cut.
1: He's missed two practices this week.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and you wonder, too, if B.A.'s comments kind of got to him. I don't know.
1: He's the perfect example, just like Cam Gill. You've got four tight ends ahead of you, if you count McElroy. Uh, you could say McElroy and Tanner Hudson are at the same level. Mm-hmm. you know. But you've got three, anyhow. you got three tight ends ahead of you that – are gonna make the team. Yeah. And there's one spot maybe that you're fighting for and you're fighting with two other guys for it and you're not even gonna go out on the practice field, you know, what's that say? What's that say to the coach? What does it say to everybody? To me that's a I give up. Trade me. Get you know, release me, I'll go to another team. Right. You know, and and, and kind of you can't blame these guys, you know, because they want to play. They want to get out there, you know, get the contracts, get the big money, all that good stuff. And they know they're not going to do it. They're not going to be able to do it on our team. You know, Cam Gill would have to have two guys in front of him basically go down with injury before he would get a shot to get serious playing time. You know, and same thing with Tanner Hudson. Last year, he only got a handful of plays uh, because, you know, we had uh, Gronkowski, Bray. O.J. Howard were in front of him. O.J. Howard went down. Uh, Brait ended up getting hurt for a couple games there. And so Tanner Hudson got to go in. Of course, he didn't show anything when he went in. He actually Mm -hmm. played pretty badly. But, uh, you know, to to sit there and think, wow, I'm going to bust my butt on this team practicing in this heat. And, you know, one, I might not make the team just because. Or two, if I do make the team, I'm not going to get any playing time this year. Yeah. You know, so I But think it's a, the
0: nature of the business. Mm-hmm, I yeah. mean the pl- I mean the playing time issue. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. see that where that would be an issue, but would you rather be on a team with no playing time or limited playing time or just not be on a team? Right. I mean that's your alternative. Right. Well so, they're
1: hoping that other team will pick them up, you know. But it's <laughs> a gamble. It is a very big gamble. You know, and I don't think it's right. I you know, these guys you got to be like a wolf, man. You got to be, uh, take advantage of, the, the, you know, you got you to gotta wait for your opportunity. And when it comes, you got to take advantage of it. Now, mm-hmm. I think Taylor Hudson didn't do that last year. He had his opportunity, he didn't take advantage of it. Uh, but still, to not, you know, to try again this year, you got to do it, man. You got to just sit there and wait because you never know. It happens all the times where, mm-hmm. you know, two or three guys in a unit will get hurt and then, you know, next man up. Tanner Hudson might have to start five games as a first string tight end. You never know. So you know you got to you just got to be like like a spider, you know, waiting for your opportunity to pounce.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and we've seen it. How many times have we seen it where guys they're just like, eh, I don't want to play here because I'm not going to start. So they go oh, somewhere God. else. In hard I he' ha, like that?
0: how many people didn't want to really try here because they didn't want to be with the bucks because yeah. mm-hmm. you know we were coming off a four and twelve season or a seven and nine season, so yeah.
1: Ain't like that now though, is it? it we is. the reigning champs,
0: what up? which I loved in that Tennessee Titans article from the team website they talked about how we were the defending champs and they were glad to see their guys up against the reigning champs and, you know, that caliber of opponent. And I'm like, yes, we, like they don't normally talk about us like this.
1: Yes. No, <laughs> like God, everything. it's been to, to a long time. Yeah, The, we um, are the measuring stick,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I mean, it's, everybody that plays us is going to want to beat us just so that they can say, hey, we beat the champs. You know, we are the best team. Although, you know, some people still think the Chiefs are. But (laughs) there's there's always, always the the idiots. But everybody's coming at us with their A game. They're going to have to. And they're good. They're going to want to be able to have that on their resume. We beat Tom Brady and the champs, you know.
0: Oh, did you see that? Uh, the Cowboys, they're saying Dak Prescott probably won't even play until the regular season. He's not gonna play any preseason.
1: I don't know, man. That's
0: so they gonna get uh JPP and Shaq Barrett mm-hmm. gonna give you a nice welcome. Vita, Warm welcome back to the league. Woo. Yeah. Woo. That's
1: that's gonna be your preseason game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Laying on your back. You're gonna be hurting. Oh, my goodness. That's going to be such a fun game. I know. We are just going to beat the mess out of them. Because I really do feel like, I mean, just the interviews I've seen with these guys and all the stuff I've heard and watching them play and during practice. Did you, oh, did you see Chris Godwin's one-hand catch? No. Oh, my God. The guy was draped on him. I, th- I thought there was no way he was going to catch that. And he just, like, the ball landed right in. Like, right in the bread, bread basket. And Chris Godwin just, like, stuck his hand out and caught it like nothing. Like nothing. You you heard all this, the fans that were watching it just go, oh, my God. Everybody was <laughs> clapping. It was amazing. Was it him
0: or Tyler oh. Johnson?
1: No, it was Chris Godwin. Because
0: I saw there was a Tyler Johnson one-handed catch today.
1: Oh, no. Are you serious? I, thought, I could have swore it was Chris yeah. Godwin.
0: I don't know. We'll look it up. We'll fact check it. I want to see the video that you're talking about, so.
1: Yeah, no, it was great. Uh, But my point behind all that was something else that I have totally forgot what I was talking about. Do you remember? What? (laughs) I I, I don't know. I started, I was like, oh, the Chris Godwin catch, but before then I was running my mouth about something.
0: Dak Prescott, we're just going to destroy everyone.
1: Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, no, our team. Our team seems extremely fired up to prove that that last year was not a fluke. I well, mean, they seem like they're chomping at the bit to get out there. All of them. That,
0: and that's what they said about today. It seemed like T- Tampa was very fired up, and they did not like how no. practice went. the day. It was Wednesday and then Thursday, so they came out there and were just absolute animals. Yeah,
1: I mean, Antonio Brown's ripping helmets off and punching people <laughs> in the face. You Jensen's out there. Devin White's right out there job. body slamming
0: people. Dude, dude, and B.A.'s like, didn't see a thing. Yeah, he was like,
1: they were swatting flies. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> he had a little grin on his face, too. Like, he was just swatting flies.
0: <laughs> oh, I love him so much. Oh, my gosh. Um. So, Mike... Vrabel and Tom Brady were teammates. Mm -hmm. The head coach Mm -hmm. of the Titans. Yeah, I remember when
1: Vrabel played.
0: Oh, you do? Uh, I don't remember him. Oh, well, he played for New England from 2001 to 2008. mm -hmm. So they have three rings together, him and Tom Brady. Yeah. And apparently the last time the Patriots and the Titans had a joint practice, and that was in 2018, uh... Tom Brady had a little mini trophy made for Brable because during the regular season the Titans beat the Patriots or maybe that was during, no that wasn't during the playoffs it was during the regular season and then the Patriots went on to win the Super Bowl so uh, Tom Brady was trolling <laughs> his teammate with his little, little tiny trophy uh
1: you got to love it. Tom Brady's got a good sense of humor, it seems like.
0: James Harrison was on Pat McAfee the other day, and he was talking about, you know, he played for the Patriots briefly with Tom Brady, I think a year, maybe two years. And he said, I really wanted to hate Tom Brady, but I could not. Hmm. You can't hate him.
1: Yeah. Yes, I feel like that's how most fans in the league are. (laughs) You know, you want to hate the guy, but... You know, at the same time, you're watching probably the best athlete that's ever played a sport.
0: There's so many people who cannot even acknowledge. They do. They they have brain age derangement syndrome. Well, they
1: they they will they will once he retires. Then it seems like that's when everybody acknowledges things. But uh, you know, it's we're living in a time that nobody's ever going to beat this. You know, it it really is a spectacular. The uh, thing we're witnessing it'll never happen again in sports
0: no. i know and you just watch him and you're like this is just i mean the things that he does to a team to bring a team together like look what he did to the buccaneers he just completely changed the culture and you know we went from a team And B.A. just said this. We went from a team who was constantly beating itself, Mm -hmm. constantly, Mm -hmm. to, you know, nothing could stop us. We were just unstoppable. And I think, you know, you don't do that without Tom Brady.
1: Yeah. uh, Leadership is a big thing. And, well, I don't think Tom Brady is a whole rah-rah-rah type leader. And he's not the type of leader that, you know, is all about I lead through actions, you know, the quiet type. He just seems to be a very confident, technical, you know, do your job, all that good stuff. But he's got this leadership quality about him, the, the untangibles. Now, Jameis Winston did not have that. Uh, Josh Freeman definitely didn't have it. I mean, Josh mm-hmm. Freeman, you know, he was embarrassed to be in front of a microphone. He was a really mm-hmm. shy guy and all that good stuff. And, and that's one of the things with leadership is that it's – I mean, there's a lot to leadership, but one of the big things is, is that any group that follows a leader, that has a leader, that group takes on the characteristics of the leader. Mm-hmm. It's just how the world is. You know, it happens in the animal kingdom. It happens in the, with humans. It happens with cells. You know, leadership is, is infectious. And Tom Brady's very technical and he's very uh, uh, competitive. And you know, James Winston was very g- goofy. Is the word I'm going I'm going to throw out there? It's what he's always stri- struck struck me as goofy. And you saw that with us, and now we're seeing it. We saw it with the Saints preseason game when he was in there. That the other, all the other players start making these weird mistakes. You know, like the running back that fumbled. You know, they run into each other, and then the running back's tripping up, and then he just bloop, fumbles the ball out. Mm-hmm. That's, it's like it's contagious. It is. It's contagious. Leadership yeah. is contagious, and you know, now that you know Brady came, it's it's everything seems to be very uh, like clockwork. You know, you're not getting a lot of silly mistakes and and dumb stuff. And I think that's what Brady has brought: the professionalism. A you know, show up to work, you do your job, blah blah blah.
0: Yeah, I, he's just raised the standard. Yeah. So the bar is yeah. just so high, so high. And to me, like, I don't want to be that guy that's in there, you know, making the, my team with Tom Brady on it look bad. Right. Like, right. you don't want to be that guy.
1: Yeah. You know, it, you know, it's not going to be Tom Brady. Now, when Jameis Winston was a quarterback, everybody knew he was going to screw up. Mm-hmm. He was going to throw interceptions mm-hmm. and make silly plays. And all. I mean, he had some great plays, but you knew he was going to make some mistakes with Tom Brady. You don't get that. You don't get, you go, if we lose this game, it ain't going to be because of Tom Brady. I mean, he did lose us one game last year, and that was when he forgot <laughs> what down it was yeah, the a Chicago. Chicago game. Yeah. Uh, that was so weird. Uh, but, you know, other than that, it ain't going to be Tom Brady while you lose a game. And so you don't want to be the guy that the game is lost because of, and then have Tom Brady come at you later and be like, oh, dude, you know, what are you doing?
0: Well, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to disappoint Tom Brady. Right. Do you wanna disappoint no. Tom Brady?
1: No. I bet Bruce Arians doesn't want to disappoint Could. Tom Brady.
0: That would be probably the worst day of my life. If <laughs> I disappointed Tom Brady. <laughs> I would never forget that. You'd be thinking about, you know, the shower thoughts on the yeah, things you coulda shoulda woulda yeah. done.
1: You'd have it's it the in the your worst. tombstone. It'd be like greatest regret disappointing Tom Brady. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't even want to be around the guy because You'd be scared of disappointing him, and then that'd be all you thought about for the rest of your life. So
0: much pressure.
1: So much pressure. (laughs) I'd be be worried about, am I I shaking his hand right? Is this good?
0: I I don't think I could speak. I'd just just be (laughs) nothing. Couldn't do it. I'd be sweaty and Uh, clammy. Wouldn't want to shake his hand because I'm all clammy.
1: I had that happen to me with one celebrity, and it was a, I guess you could say she was a bc celebrity you know not not famous see at all c list yeah, yeah probably and uh i i bumped into her didn't expect to see her and i just got tongue-tied i couldn't it's never happened to me before and but she she's always had a special place in my heart she's got the number one crying scene of any mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. Once we're warriors.
0: Yeah, Yeah. you got to say what the movie is.
1: Yes, once we're warriors, New Zealand movie, great movie, great, great, great movie. Uh, Anyhow, so yeah, I'd probably be like that with Tom Brady too. I know. Yeah.
0: How could you not? I just, you know, I think about at the training camp because we went for your birthday three years ago, and we got to meet all the a lot of the players, and it Mm -hmm. was intimidating. You know our, our. we we saw JPP and Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson was there and you know all these high profile players they are and you know I didn't really have an issue with any of them but can you imagine like being at practice and Tom Brady comes over to talk to fans and sign autographs yeah. and stuff oh like Okay. Be, well, first of all, there'd be a stampede, and it would be an absolute madhouse. I wonder. I wonder if he does it. If any of you have been at camp this year, well, I, I don't think they're allowing him. Oh, they're not. Yeah, they're
1: not doing the. Uh, there's no interaction with the fans. You have to keep.
0: Yeah. Ugh.
1: Like they're not doing the, autographs and the,
0: stuff. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Keeps the unwashed masses <laughs> away. <laughs>
1: the unclean yeah <laughs> the non-essential
0: yeah exactly oh you, my goodness you gross people <laughs> germ phobes. so
1: just- do you think do you think that the physicality that was shown at practice yesterday with the fights do you think that that's going to carry over into the game oh
0: hell yes it will <laughs> absolutely oh. absolutely well particularly for all the uh Titans players that got bitched up. They don't want to go out like that.
1: But are they even going to play? Is this going to be the second string?
0: No, but I think that energy, that chippy. I think it'll be a little chippy.
1: You know, Antonio Brown's out there going, "I'll give a thousand dollars anybody that punches that dude in the
0: face." (laughs) (laughs) Or they're at least going to talk shit to him about it, wouldn't you?
1: Uh, Heck yeah, yeah. That's going to be fucking jaw, dude. That's going to be a fun game. Like I said, we watched yeah. the Atlanta-Tennessee game, and it was a good game. It was a good game. Uh, the, the the Titans seem like a pretty solid team yeah. again this year. Mm-hmm. You know, got a little bit of depth going. I, I can't believe they've stacked their running back room like that. Good know. Lord. I know. That's, kind of, that's like the Saints. The Saints got that 35, who you said he reminded you of Kamara, and he mm-hmm. yeah. Except he seems bigger and stronger than Kamara,
0: yeah,
1: and I was like, man, come on, they can't do that. It's like a team that's got three good quarterbacks I know. like what,
0: the, what what are you doing for like the rest a of us stacked ru- wide receiver room or tight end pass rushers or, or linebackers, linebackers <laughs> or defensive backs yeah. or offensive line or defensive line. <laughs>
1: Oh, my goodness. Okay, what else you got?
0: That's all that I got. That's
1: it? That's it. You want to give a prediction on the game Saturday?
0: Yeah. No. No? Yeah. Sure. Put me on the spot.
1: Yeah. Do it.
0: Oh, gosh, okay. Blink Gabbert starting? Yep. Okay. I'm going to go with 17- to sixteen
1: the Buccaneers. Wow, you're going to be a close yeah. one, huh? Yeah. Low scoring, but fair. Yeah. yeah. You're probably right. You're you know, probably right. I'm going yeah. Yes. I'm going to go with uh, 2016 Buccaneers. All
0: right.
1: I got it. Okay. So there we go.
0: We didn't do one last week.
1: No, we didn't. We're still getting. It's a preseason for us too. I know. We're still you know, getting. know, I did the
0: think about it last time, but I just didn't didn't say it, didn't speak up. So uh, we should start keeping our make our record public. We need to have a score sheet at the end of the year.
1: Yes. Yeah, and I'm going to try not to. You know, I I always pick the bucks. I'm, try, I'm going to try not to do that this year. I think I said that last year too, but this is so hard for me <laughs> uh you anyway, know i'm I'm gonna try to be dead serious about my picks this year you know to so do some serious analysis, and I'll tell you what guys, the game pass right now don't don't sign up for it it's a mess
0: oh my gosh. if
1: you haven't if you're thinking about it, just just wait uh, it's a mess, but you know there's no all twenty two there's no coaches film, there's no play selection, it's very very basic i and they better bring it back because if they don't, you know, I'm dropping that service. That's the only reason why I got it is for the All 22. Uh, but I had some clips I wanted to pull up, and uh, it took me about 20 minutes to get three clips because I had to find them in the game. You know, instead of being able to just go, "Oh, it's at you know 11:47 in the oh third my quarter." Gosh. Yeah, oh, it's so annoying.
0: I just don't understand how this happens every year. How can like you? are they hiring the same trash developers every year? Yeah, I don't Is know. Is that the issue? Don't know. They got some Microsoft developers up in there.
1: They, <laughs> they're definitely not listening to fan feedback. I can tell you that.
0: Why would they? They sell the crap out of that thing they're, anyway. They're above us. They're yeah.
1: All right guys. That's gonna wrap it up for us. Till next time.
0: Go buck.